I'm Jen. And I'm Yvonne. And welcome to Good to the Last Bite. We're just two homemakers and best friends answering the daily question, what's for dinner? Wow, what a unique question. Yes, so uncommon. Nobody asked that question. (laughs) Nobody. Join us as we talk about life and the journey to step out of the box. And enjoying it to the last bite. Welcome back to Good to the Last Bite. Man, Yvonne, it's so good to be back, isn't it? It is great to be back. And just as a reference, when you have a podcast and you hit the record button, you should also probably silence your phone. Yeah, that's a very, very good idea. Sometimes, you know, it just turns out that the moment you don't silence your phone (laughs) is the moment that everybody decides to call you and you get caught in a meeting or in a podcast. So look at that. So true. Anyway, it's so good to be back. And we're really happy that we can be here again together to cook a meal and just have a nice conversation about the craziness of life and how we've stepped out of the box and enjoyed life to the fullest. So Yvonne, I guess before we get started, I need to ask you, what's for dinner this week? Awesome. Okay, so tonight's meal is actually really fairly simple, fairly quick. In fact, I told Jen we might have to expand our talking because it's so quick. Not that we have a problem with that, do we? No. No, that's not a problem for sure. So tonight (laughs) we are having baked lemon rosemary tilapia with balsamic vinegar Brussels sprouts and a couscous mix from Aldi. Roasted garlic and olive oil. Yeah. It's each little piece of it is actually pretty quick. The longest part, honestly, will be chopping up the Brussels sprouts because these ones that I got are huge. So I got to I got to cut them down a little bit. But what I'm going to start with first, and I'm just telling you because I've already started it. This is just a box (laughs) called Earthly Grains Couscous Mix that I got from Aldi. Aldi is a grocery store that's in the States. We don't have it here in Canada, but it's also throughout Europe. I think originally from the UK or somewhere in Europe maybe Germany even. Those who are from Germany, you guys can call us out or the Europe can tell us where it's from. But I know that you guys have it there, which is so unfortunate for us. That's you, Rachel. You have to keep up with us on that one. But yeah, we this is so fast. So all I did was I poured the water in a saucepan and I'm going to wait for it to boil. And all I do is it gets to boiling and I'm going to take it off of the stove and simply pour the couscous in with the seasoning mix, mix it all in and put a lid on it. And that's done. Boom. This is what's so great about our podcast. We've talked about this before, but we're always about making fun, good recipes. But sometimes it's about making things easy and more efficient. And sometimes a boxed couscous with seasoning already done is better than having to take the time to create something new or you follow a longer recipe. And couscous is a very simple thing anyway. So that sounds delicious. Super simple. So I'm just waiting for the water to boil and I'm going to start chopping the Brussels sprouts while we chat. Wow, that's so good. Well, so I'm, I'm not sure if everybody's noticed, but over the last few episodes, the sound quality on my end has become significantly improved. I don't know what it is. It was like for a few episodes there, wasn't it? That it sounded like you were on a video call, conference call with me and I was far away from the microphone. Yeah, it did. Right? This is what it sounded like. And we were really struggling to figure out what the problem was. You know, we both have the exact same microphone. We made sure we were using the same technology to be able to make sure the sound was at least as equal as we could make it. And we would test it and we'd be like, oh, it sounds pretty good and everything like that. But then as we would record it and the sound quality would come out, it was like I was in a totally different room recording it miles away from the microphone. It was very Even if the microphone was super close. It was so frustrating, puzzling, and we want to produce the best quality material we can for everybody. So 
we use a an internet service that allows us to record from different places because as we've talked about before, we're not in the same place when we do this. Yvonne's cooking in her kitchen. I'm, I'm in my kitchen. So we found some technology that really helps us with that. One thing I didn't think about is when you use headphones, a Bluetooth one specifically, sometimes the microphone pairs as well as the Bluetooth the headphones. So the internet browser was automatically connecting to my Bluetooth headset as opposed to my wonderful high quality podcast microphone. <laughs> so I've been using cheap quality material to be able to produce this content. And we just call it the gen effect. Sometimes <laughs> these moments happen <laughs> when I don't, I didn't check look to check to make sure that I was hooked up to the right microphone for like two or three episodes. So everybody be happy that the quality should be back up to the standard that Yvonne and I wanted. Yes. It's uh, definitely a frustration for me pulling my hair out over here. Yeah. When we figured it out, it was, I mean, it was entertaining, but also it was just like, are you kidding me? We've been working on this. for. We've been trying to figure this out for like weeks. I know. <laughs> It's been so frustrating, like brain racking, and we just didn't get it because we have the exact same microphone. And so the quality should be plus or minus any gain or feedback, like those kinds of things that just happened by the environment. It should be very relatively similar, but it was so different. And I, could, I couldn't, for the life of me, figure it out. As, of course, also, some of the best episodes are my favorite recipes that we've cooked already, like the tomato bisque and my ramen and, I, and the Greek salad even. And I was like, how is this that the recipes that I'm bringing to the table sound awful? <laughs> and I couldn't figure it out. That's because it was not using my microphone. Yep. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Well, that goes, I guess, along the lines of what it means to really like step out of your comfort zone and try something new. It's like we've talked about and apologized for. This is all new to us. So I'm so thankful for all of you who stuck around. <laughs> yes, me too. And hopefully you've enjoyed the better quality over the last few episodes. And thankfully, we've Jen figured it out. <laughs> the Jen effect is out of the way now. I couldn't uh, believe it. Yeah. Oh, dear. I'm so glad just, we solved that problem. When I got the message from you, Yvonne, when you were just like, Jen, it's like, night and day when we finally figured it out it was <laughs> it was like frustrating and hilarious all at the same time you and your husband both just were like of course Jen of course you would have this problem <laughs> uh, yeah and for those of you who don't know I also know Yvonne's husband very well we, we I've actually met both of them at the same time when we were in Korea and I love to take the like onus of the fact that I was the very integral part in them becoming a couple and so like that's true I take you know and so he's like a little brother to me and so for them both to be looking at me in the camera making fun of me for this <laughs> mishap was very priceless I very much appreciated it <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what that's what friends are for right <laughs> to, to really, laugh really with is. you friends when you make a mistake or at me whatever the case may or be. at you I guess yeah yeah <laughs> so what are you doing right now with the dinner are you I can still hear you cutting up some Brussels sprouts but yeah um, how's it going I am um, just finished cutting up the Brussels oh boy Brussels sprouts that's a hard one for me to say too I, I have a problem with words with a lot of s's in it there you go confession time I guess so yeah that's, that's my problem so I am putting them on a baking tray like a cookie mm -hmm. sheet kind of thing and while I do that I'm going to leave them on the side. I have a bowl here. And in the bowl, I'm going to probably put, I'm going to guess, at least three to four tablespoons. I want enough to coat the Brussels sprouts. 
And, you know, you just never know. You have different quantities of them. So I'm going to put in, yeah, I'm going to put in about two tablespoons of olive oil. And then I'm going to put in two tablespoons of balsamic vinegar. Okay, yeah. You know, it's funny because I think Brussels sprouts, like similar to like broccoli, they absorb so much of the oil because of all the layers in the Brussels sprout, right? So sometimes you have to put more olive oil than you assume to make sure they're coated. But then eventually once they cook, it comes out of them. So uh, Yeah, it just really soaks in and I don't want to not have enough. So right now it's two tablespoons of olive oil, two tablespoons of balsamic vinegar. I'm putting in a teaspoon of granulated onion and a teaspoon of granulated garlic, and then probably about a teaspoon of salt, but then I'll check it. I'll kind of taste it and see if that's going to be salty enough later. I may, after they're done cooking, I may have to add more just to season it correctly. I have a question for you. Is granulated onion and granulated garlic the same as garlic powder and garlic, uh, like onion powder? Yeah, sorry. They basically yeah, okay. are. No, it's okay. Yeah. It, yeah. That, it's just maybe a little coarser, right? It's still a powder, but... It's like the difference between coarse salt and fine salt. Or icy sugar is like a powder sugar and granulated white sugar is like a little bit coarser, but still looks yeah. like a powder. Yeah. So it's it's just a little well, bit I didn't more. know that that was a thing. I've used the granulated onion and garlic instead of garlic powder or onion powder because I buy them at Sam's Club in big containers and right, we, right. we use them like we use them frequently. So sometimes I worry about getting big containers of spice and them starting to kind of go bad. Yeah, totally. Or, you know, just losing a lot of their flavor. Yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. Like we, we both talked about trying to be like self-sufficient and sometimes that involves also buying in bulk. So you don't have to be going to the grocery stores frequently and having a good storeroom of uh, different things. And, yeah. and herbs, like dry herbs are one of those ones that are a little bit like touch and go because I think they only have, they they suggest that I think it's a one-year shelf life yeah, for all of your spices. It's and really not very long. I guarantee most people that are listening right now and also myself included mm-hmm. have probably many herbs and spices that are on our shelves that are longer shelf life than what they recommend. So if that's if that's you right now, that's a you know a sign to either go buy some new stuff or use the <laughs> stuff that you have and try to use more seasoning as you can oh, yeah. to make your meals more flavorful. For sure. And so I think with my Brussels sprouts here, I added yeah. an extra tablespoon. So it did end up being three tablespoons of olive oil to yeah. just make sure it was covered. And I used my hands and just kind of mixed it in right on the baking tray. So I think they're pretty okay. well ready to go. I'm going to roast them in the oven the same time I roast the chicken. But my water is also boiling. It's not chicken. Oh. You're doing fish. Uh, right. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I roast my chicken. Sorry. Guys. I mean, Brussels sprouts goes very delicious with, with chicken, but I think it'll go even more delicious with your lemon and rosemary fish that you're making. I think you're season. right. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> guys. So one of those days. We've both been having one of those days that's just like not been <sighs> a smooth, smooth sailing, but also at the same time, the gen effect has taken a lot over as well. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. It did. Oh, my word. <laughs> so, sorry, did you have the Brussels sprouts or did you quarter them? What did you do? Um, I quartered them. They were, because they're so they large, were right? very large. Yeah. And I think they were technically steamable. I, I got them from Aldi as well. Yeah. I just 
I prefer to roast them. Oh, I do too. I I like to cut them. I like to have mine and put them face like the halved side down and then just leave them like that and they turn out so delicious. Yeah. No, I bet that would be really, really good. And sorry, what temperature do you have the oven at? I have it set at 375 degrees Fahrenheit right now. Wonderful. Yep. And And I know how, how long those will take in the oven? Probably quartered. 20 minutes. Yeah, I'd say that. Um, But I will check about 15. I want them, you want them to be soft enough that you can just kind of stick like a fork in it fairly easily. Mm -hmm. I don't mind having a little bit of a crunch, but I want my fork to go in. If I can't get my fork in without a fight, then it needs some more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I have like uh, my, some of my family from my in-laws said they like them crunchy as uh, like a nice crisp to them. I like it a little, I like them brown, but it really depends on because I'm the one cooking. It depends on what I'm in the mood for. So sometimes I'll do them for 15 minutes. Sometimes I'll do it for 25. Also depends on the temperature. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Sounds so good. So, especially that balsamic and oil, that combination is so good. And I'm sure the the acidity comes out when you cook them in the balsamic. It does. I I really like it. I actually, I know this sounds funny, but I don't love the Brussels sprout flavor. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I really actually like it with this mixture of ingredients. And I'll eat those things like candy. They're just oh, yeah, so good. That's sure. <laughs> just you know, and so many people don't like the flavor of Brussels sprouts, so they put them in with like bacon or tons of butter. Yeah. I also I almost think that that counteracts the the quality of the food, the health quality <laughs> of a Brussels sprout, but by I mean, counteracting it with the fat of butter or fat of bacon. But to each his own. <laughs> a- anything wrapped in bacon definitely loses its healthier qualities. <laughs> but Except, but the yeah. taste. Mmm, so good. Yeah. Okay. I guess it depends so, on what you're living for at the moment, right? If you're living does. for qual- like quality of food or quality of taste, it's really <laughs> up to you, right? <laughs> so true. So good. true. Well, just yeah. to update you, I just kind of set my Brussels sprouts to the side for the moment. I'll put them in the oven at the same time that I put the fish in just to keep things easy. And the water finished boiling for the couscous. So I turned the heat off. I poured the couscous mix in and the seasoning packets in and just gave it a quick stir and then covered it. And I'm going to just let it sit. And honestly, that is all you have to do for that. So I already have two aspects of this meal done. And we just now reached barely 15 minutes <laughs> in. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> I know that with the couscous, yeah, you leave it for about 10 minutes. It depend, depends on what they, like if you're using a box, obviously it depends on what they say. Yeah. But then I think you're like, the only other thing you need to do is like fluff it back up afterward, right? To like separate the couscous. Yeah, pearl, I'll probably I take there. <laughs> and these are like really small couscous pearls the fine ones, compared yeah. to some of the bigger, I guess maybe more authentic ones, I guess you could say in a way. But yeah, I'll fluff them up a little bit. Maybe if I need to, I'll add a little bit of butter, especially if I'm trying to bribe my children to eat them. I might add a little bit Delicious. of butter on there. Sometimes yeah. I'll throw an extra Parmesan on top, you know. Yeah. And just to let everybody know, I think what Avon has is the Moroccan couscous, which is that small, like granulated, <laughs> granulated couscous is very, oh, very fine. Okay. And the larger one is Israeli couscous. That's the difference ah, between them. Yeah. Yeah. So they're a different right. variety of couscous. But yeah, I more often use the Moroccan one as well. I like the that texture. It's like broken up pasta almost. I don't know if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I don't sense, know what it is either, but I like the small ones. I really do. Yeah, me too. All right. So, so I have 
transitioned to my fish and not chicken, not chicken, <laughs> chicken of the sea. No, wait, that's tuna, right? Yeah, no, that's tuna. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I've got my tilapia here and I just, I drizzled. Okay. So just so you know, normally I actually usually just kind of lightly pan fry these, but we have a guest coming over tonight and I have more tilapia this time so i'm taking the easy way out and i'm just baking them yeah it's delicious yeah so i took some olive oil and i just kind of drizzled it over the top of each fillet and then kind of rubbed it in a little bit because i'm baking it just to keep it a little bit more moist then i'm going to take lemon juice if you have a fresh lemon you could use that too and I'm also just going to kind of sprinkle it on top of the fish, just sort of get it nice and kind of covered there. I guess it depends on the amount of fish you're doing, but probably like a half a lemon is probably more than enough for Probably. For doing, right? I have yeah. five rather large fillets right now. So yeah, yeah, I, I might have sounds... had to use more than a whole, more than a half lemon, I should yeah. say. Then the I guess it's also your preference, right? Like depending on how much lemon you like with your fish, if you like it really lemony, add more. Yeah. And the secret to this recipe, in my opinion, is the celery salt. Mm. Um, oh, that's delicious. Yes. The celery salt. I love this part. So instead of using regular salt, I will sprinkle. I just want each filet to be kind of lightly covered in a slight coat of celery salt, if that makes sense. That sounds so good. Um, so it depends on, you know, the size of your fish and what you're using. But I just sprinkle it on top. It doesn't all have to be covered, but I do like to try to do a thin layer as much as possible over the top of it. That's my preference. Now... I mean, because it is celery salt, if celery is not your thing, you might want to go a little bit lighter because <laughs> it, it's um, it's strong. It's very celery flavored. Or if you get it on there and it's accidentally a little bit thicker, then right. <laughs> you can spread it around a little bit with your fingers. But I like the flavor of it. And I like to just kind of have a thin layer over the whole thing. After the celery salt, I put on rosemary. I love this combination of lemon and rosemary and celery salt. It's so delicious. So easy. It sounds so good. And I never even thought about adding celery salt. It's such a good idea. Yeah, it's just it's just yummy. So I'm going to do the same thing. I'm just going to lightly sprinkle rosemary around. Now, rosemary is pretty potent as well. So yeah, if you're using... You could use fresh rosemary, but I would suggest either chopping it really, really finely mm -hmm. to put it on top, or you could use like sprigs of rosemary and just sort of place it intermittently around the yeah. fish on the baking tray. And that would probably work too. That sounds good. Or make sure you kind of- You're using dry. I'm using dry, yeah. And just kind of a finely crumbled dry rosemary. And I sprinkle the whole thing and cover it. So the fish are very decorated, but only on one side because I'm lazy and I don't want to flip it and do the same thing. <laughs> um, Sometimes when I, make, when I make fish or like some chicken or whatever that I'm going to put in the oven, just like you are, and I do the same thing, like I'll... I'll decorate one side. I kind of just take the, the piece of meat or protein, the fish, and I just like turn it around upside and then it gets all over it and then we put them in the oven instead of trying to do all the seasoning on both sides because I'm lazy too and I want to make it as quick as possible. I, I know. Like I like this quick thing. 
it, it's just something that's it's all a matter of, of opinion as long as there's oil i think underneath your fish to make sure that it's cooked underneath there the seasoning is a very relative thing the bite you're going to get from the top will have part of the top and the part of the bottom in it so it doesn't really matter if it's all on one side or if it's on both but it's really just i guess what we all do is preferences right i can hear you beeping away over yeah. there so you must be putting the timer yep, on i'm gonna i'm gonna put the timer on and it's going to be on, I'm going to set it for 20 minutes and I'll check okay. both the fish and the Brussels sprouts at that time. You want the fish to be flaky. You want to be able to yeah. touch it with a fork and it just kind of flakes apart. That's usually my general rule of thumb for knowing it's done. I suggest sticking yeah. it in the thickest one, the thickest fish or the thickest portion of it. But it doesn't usually take fish very long to cook at all. It's a very light thing. I stuck the Brussels sprouts in with it and my couscous is on my stove and that is it for the meal. Sounds so good. You know, I think it's nice because it's, you're, you're making it with tilapia, but you could use probably any white fish and it would be delicious because that kind of combination of lemon and rosemary, at least I'm assuming celery salt because I've never thought to use that with fish, but it's such a good idea would be so nice with any kind of white fish. Oh, yeah. uh, It's so delicious. Like a cod or walleye, I guess, is another one, right? Yep. That'd be another (laughs) good one. And so like anything, any kind of, or haddock. I have haddock in the freezer. Maybe I should try that sometime. Mm. Sounds so good. That's a a very simple meal. But that's the point about this. We don't, we want to find moderation in everything in life, right? Like we want to be moderate in how we cook our meals, the time that we take this meal, which will be just as delicious as the time we might spend on a very exhaustive thing like lasagna, like we did last week, which tired me out completely. (laughs) That was a lot of work. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a long one. We squeezed it in to get into the the half hour. We did. Yeah, that was that was quick. But so speaking of moderation, um, I heard that there's something you're trying to do to work on moderation, Jen. Yeah, I'm well, you know, we're both have been working over the last year or two years of like more self-sustaining, but also finding balance in life and all of these different things. Yeah. And, you know, and one of the big things that I sometimes tend to forget about the importance of, is like the value of like meal prepping and like planning out your meals, not just for maybe a week, but also maybe even the month to try to save time, but also find balance in what you're eating, be healthier yeah. with the options that you're making. So easy just to go to the refrigerator and say, what can I eat right now? <laughs> Yeah, And I usually plan out the meals for dinner, but it's harder to think about actually planning out all the meals for like your breakfast and your lunch as well, just so to make hard. sure that you're, you're finding balance and making the healthier choices. Like I don't believe fully in like cutting out all sugar in your life for the whole entire life, but maybe it's not having any desserts <laughs> or smaller, small, I mean, smaller, smaller portions of that kind of stuff. So Yeah, I just decided that part of this whole idea that we have in this podcast is like stepping outside of our comfort zone, outside of the box and trying new things and pushing ourselves to be better versions of ourselves and enjoying life to the last bite. Yeah, I think this is one of those steps for me is like, yeah, let's see how how it is to be like even more intentional about my meal planning sort of thing. Yeah, and hopefully the time... 
<laughs> hopefully the time of like that I spend now focusing on the meal plans will save time later because like now I'll be like, oh, fish, quick. This is a quick 15 minutes. Like it's maybe save time in the long run. Yeah. I don't know. I heard positive things about it from everybody else, but I've only done it usually for dinner. And so when I go grocery shopping, I have the right, the right stuff. But no, I'm going to try to be like very on point with meal planning. Uh, any suggestions, please feel free to email <laughs> us or get in touch with us on Instagram. They're both good last bite uh, is our Instagram handle and good, good last bite at gmail.com. Right. Email me with any recommendations on how to help a more like focused meal planning schedule because that would be helpful. <laughs> I, I definitely need to work on that too, especially breakfast and lunch. It's so hard to yeah. do that, but I want to. It's so easy to fall back to what we like to, and sometimes oh, what what's convenient. Like is the yes, best for you, and what's convenient. Yeah, exactly. And, and like convenience is a great thing. I'm just like you talked about tonight with this fish that you're making. That's a convenient meal because how long did it take you to prep that? If you weren't talking with me, it would take probably ten minutes to do the whole thing. To probably chopping up the vegetables yeah. would been the whole the, the most extensive, like we talked about. But but it took that long, and now you can sit and let it the oven do the work, which is my, one of my favorite types of meals because it's, yeah. it's less stress. It's so nice. But then like making those right choices is, you know, it's a, it's all about balance, but it's also about enjoying it, being mindful not stressing it and enjoying out, it. And, you know? Yeah. You want to <sighs> find life is hard, huh? And the older we get, it feels like it gets harder. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh, I agree. It really, oh, speaking of hard, I know this is ridiculous, but I've talked with you guys on this podcast about how Aldi had halloumi cheese. Oh, yeah. And I just went to Aldi today and they didn't have any halloumi cheese. And I was offended. So sad. I was so sad. It should be. I, we have it in our fridge too. And I even made a comment about that. Too. I'm, I'm hoping it comes back. Like maybe they just didn't have it today and they'll have it next time. But I scoured the cheese section for like five minutes. I was just like, where is it? Nope. <laughs> and that makes you know those little things like halloumi cheese is like a nice little treat to have in this moderate life that we're trying to both live and then when you get your hopes up and excited for something like that and it gets shot down because everybody else wants it too many people are listening to the podcast wanting halloumi cheese and they sell it out <laughs> of the place that you go and buy it you know that's what happens <laughs> it's hard life you're welcome you for the advice yeah <laughs> anyway that i mean i'm sorry i hope that you they'll be able to find it somewhere else maybe i'll survive that, you know, i guess grocery store <laughs> maybe it just means you weren't supposed to have it for now and that you'll be able to have it at another time it's okay yeah, it's all right. It's okay. You'll, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, I, it, to me, it sounds like you're going to have a delicious meal with your guests tonight. And thank you so much for sharing that. I learned something new. Trying celery salt on fish sounds like such a great idea. Oh, so yeah. thanks for Do sharing. It. I appreciate it. My pleasure. And like I said, to everybody, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to check us out at Good Last Bite on Instagram and also our website, Good goodlastbite.com and please feel free to email us if you have any suggestions of recipes or some insights into the things that we've made already or like I said any suggestions that can help us improve the gen effect of our podcast right. uh, please email us at uh, goodlastbite at gmail.com we would love to hear from you but yeah. yeah once again just thank you guys so much for listening thank you Yvonne for sharing a delicious meal and I hope that you enjoy your dinner tonight yeah so thank you guys thanks for listening thank sharing reviewing and we'll see you next time bye yeah. bye, bye.